Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 125 on Monday the 4th of April 2011. My name is Steve Layton and I think I might be a little bit obsessed with coffee. What do you reckon? Okay. So, anyway, this week's coffee um, is one that I am really surprised that we didn't do last year. Um, I was convinced that we had, um, but all we'd done from the country, which is Malawi, was the Misesi. Um, which kind of works out because Misesi is the one coffee that we weren't able to secure this year. Um, but this one, the Vipia, is back, so uh, we're very excited that we can do it as a first time for In My Mug. Um, we've also got another two from there. One is uh, Mizuzu, which is uh, on the website now, and the other one is uh, another one that we'll talk about a bit later anyway. So, so this one, as I said, is called uh, Malawi Vipia Geisha. Um, it's grown in the Vipia Hills, which is to the north, um, and is uh, overlooks uh, Lake uh, Malawi, uh, which, yeah, the same name as the country. Um, it's a geisha varietal. Um, geisha is a varietal that there's been a lot of buzz around um, in, in, in the coffee world and, and something that I'm not uh, a massive fan of, if the truth be known. You know, the, the agronomic yield of geisha is incredibly low um, and commercially it's a very difficult varietal to grow and, and to make money at in the past. Um, but the reason for its popularity is uh, from Panama, there's an auction lot, which is uh, Esmeralda, which we've done on In My Mug episode 100, um, which fetched a huge premium at auction and continues to, which led to a lot of farmers, producers, ripping out perfectly good plant stock, like amazing plant stock, and replacing it with a varietal that tends to only really work well with higher altitudes and, and within the perfect uh, growing conditions, and even then, produces a yield which is so tiny um, that, you know, it, it's not great. Um, and I don't like that at all. I worry about what producers will uh, come up against when they have these coffees for sale. And we're just starting to see them come through now. I'm worried that it won't taste very good. And I'm also worried that it's a fad and fads are never good. Um, but I also worry about the quality of the coffee that's being ripped out. Coffees that we're going to miss because of this silly fad. Um, but this coffee that we're going to be tasting today is a little bit different as it was planted by the co-op like for as long as anybody can remember. Um, it's a layer varietal for Africa. Um, the the, the co-op has great altitude where the coffee's grown um, and it tastes amazing. So this is not like one of the fatty ones. So we're okay, we can enjoy this one. Um, but yeah, it does worry me a lot. Um, so as I said, I've got two other lots from the same co-op. One is called Mazimba. Um, and the other one is called Maxwell Munthali. Uh, both are geishas. Uh, the Mazimba is ready to go and it's on the site. Um, the Maxwell we're sitting on a little bit longer. I think it needs a little bit more rest. Um, I don't feel that it's ready as a green bean yet and I think it's going to be more. So we're going to sit on that until we think it is ready. Um, they all have a common thread running through them and they're all slightly different. Um, but the thing that excites me about this one is that this one is much better led towards a, um, an espresso-based drink. I certainly found that last year with the crop. Um, I haven't cu actually cooked it as an espresso yet. Um, I've only been having it as brewed and uh, obviously on the cupping table a few times. So it's going to be very exciting to see where this coffee comes out from last year's uh, for the espresso. I certainly remember the Misesi that we did on in, the in my mug on, which is 160-something-odd. Um, I didn't like it as an espresso coffee and I really didn't rate it as that. But hopefully this one is going to be as good as the Vipia was last year. 
Right, I am going to whack you on pause, I am going to go and make some drinks, and I shall be back with you very shortly. Okay, so I'm back. Um, gonna start with the espresso, as always, a little bit of a stir. Okay, so the aroma, it smells zingy. <laughs> you, you know you're gonna get some acidity. It's actually not as acidic as I was expecting it to be. It has a little bit more of a, a kind of creaminess and a, and a smoothness. There's definitely some pineapple chewing in the background. But nowhere near as acidic as I was expecting. So, uh, into the milk. So, again, creaminess, extenuated by the milk. A little bit of a zing, but not chiching. Really quite pleasant and surprising me because certainly not what I've experienced with this coffee as brewed or on the cupping table is this much more intense creaminess. Okay, I'm going to show you a picture of the roast colour now. You will see from this that it is a medium roast coffee. Uh, it doesn't need to be taken anywhere near second crack. Um, it needs to be introduced to the concept of second crack, but certainly not taken into it. Um, yep, into the brood. Now, the cup is getting a second out in. It's the coffee meter one from last week, but thank you very much, Chris. Uh, Chris uh, emailed me and told me it was him who'd bought it. So thank you, Chris. Again, super kind. So make the French press today. Um, I think I just kind of... I like the French press. For me, it's a brew method that I keep diving back to and I feel very comfortable with and always tends to give me great results. Um, I've been playing with my technique a little bit because there is a brew guide coming up with it in the next few months. Uh, so I've been learning and practicing my skills there. Um, I, I, I really like French press. It's vastly underrated and people give it far too much of a hard time, but it's such an easy method to use and so cheap and accessible. Okay, there we go. Pa-ching! Much more what I'm used to, much more what I expect. Um, pineapple all over it, dancing up and down the tongue. A uh, little bit of apricot, um, uh, just a little smidgen of lemon. Um, summer fruits, big time. And I know I've used summer fruits as, as a descriptor a lot recently, but this probably fits more than any. But you do get that creaminess, almost like the creaminess of a great Kenyan, um, where you get that kind of smooth, but acidic bite at the same time. Um, for me, that is at its best. Um, I love this coffee as brewed, but I like all of them as brewed, so I'm definitely going to pop that as number one. I think espresso is going to be very close second. I enjoyed that, it surprised me. And then third is going to be the cappuccino. Not that it was bad in any way, I think it works across the, 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 the board really well, but definitely my preferred one in the brood. Um, so yeah, a short and sweet one this week. It seems to kind of have gone very quickly. You know, we don't know so much about it because it was a cooperative coffee. It's, it's much harder to give you specifics. Um, I do know that the cooperative, for instance, grows above 1,600 metres. Um, so that, that's a little bit of info I have, but, but not a great deal else. So Malawi Geisha, uh, Vipia, from the Vipia Hills, uh, near to Lake Malawi, and um, 
summer fruits, creamy, lots of pineapple, a little bit of apricot and a itsy-wincy of lemon. Right, I'm done. I'm going to wrap up. Life is too short for bad coffee.